It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to Los Angeles. Yeah. It's Friday. <laughs> it's Friday. And not only does Sarah have baby on the brain... But so does Kirby. Pup on the brain because I got a puppy yesterday. Yay! Very exciting news here. And she's the freaking cutest. So cute. Her name is Quinn Sakura, baby group Muldowney. She is a cancer. She's a cancer. We know she was born mid July. I do feel for Patrick Muldowney because I'm a cancer rising. So she's going to. He's going to have to deal with two very emotional women. Kirby, I feel like, so if I, which I'm most likely going to have a C-section because baby Christensen is breech, like, uh-huh. head up. So, like, I get to pick her birthday. And it's like, you get to pick Quinn's birthday. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is great. This is a rite of passage for us both. <laughs> With such Capricorn, so controlling. I love that you freaking like are having a legitimate baby and like treating this dog like I am having a baby too. It's hilarious. Well, it's like the same thing, pretty sure. So excited for little baby Quinn. More pup dates on the Instagram. But we have a really great episode this Friday. First of all, before we get into the episode, thank you so much for all the support on the Lauren Conrad and Selena Gomez episodes. We've gotten a lot of new listeners, a lot of new people, like just getting into beauty podcasts because of those. So we feel really lucky and grateful, and we're so excited to have you, new Glam Jolinos. Hopefully, you'll come and stay a while and enjoy our regular antics. Yeah, I mean, I think the if you're new here, we really just like to educate people and give our perspective. I, I saw this really great tweet from Cave of Beauty. Um, she's an esthetician based in, I believe, New Jersey. And she was saying, you know, of course you can Google skincare. Like that's the freedom of the internet. And you can even watch people review things on YouTube that you like because they have a great personality or maybe you think that they are knowledgeable about one thing or the other, but, you know, people like estheticians and dermatologists, like they have studied totally for years skincare and makeup artists have not only studied makeup, but how it wears on different people's complexions and faces and, and skin types. And with Sarah and I, you know, when we're reporting for places like Allure, for instance, we obviously fact check ourselves, but when we turn in, our reports and our our articles, like they have a whole fact-checking team making sure that any claims being made are backed up by medical journals, especially when it comes to skincare and things like that. So Sarah, I'm not sure about you, but like I do get a lot of questions. Like sometimes people think I'm a blogger totally. or an influencer right. if they like don't know my background. And it's like, no, Sarah and I are beauty journalists and we do our due diligence. Like we are reading and comprehending things like ingredients list, things like medical journals and studies and what those actually mean. Um, and if we don't, we're consulting with the people that do. So mm-hmm. everything here. Exactly. So that's what I was also going to say. It's like, obviously, both of us have been doing this for so long and consider ourselves experts. But when we don't know something, we definitely, you know, reach out to people who actually do and those are the people that we also love having on our podcast because we actually like I learn something new every time we have a new guest on you know whether it's a beauty hack or just you know a new ingredient that we should be looking out for or you know something that I just hadn't ever known before like bleach bath didn't know what a bleach bath was up until a couple weeks ago so Yeah, I feel like, you know, you guys can can trust that we are going to do the work to make sure we are reporting what's true and give our honest reviews. 
And that's the benefit to the job that we have. Like we can tap people who are true experts in these spaces to come and give advice based on literally years of expertise. We've never really talked about like the process of how people get on this show, but it has to be, if there's a brand founder that comes on, it has to be someone we we not know, because sometimes we are meeting people for the first time via Zoom, but it's a brand we trust and have used and we know is efficacious and it's a brand we would be proud standing behind because, you know, if a brand founder is going to come on the show, we're essentially giving them a platform to say, try my try my products. Totally. Or they are, you know, licensed professionals or they have been in the industry for literally decades and we have relationships with them. We get pitches all the time to some publicist credit. I think they think it's like easy to get their client on a podcast. And I'm like, it's actually harder because we have limited airtime, you know, like we have a calendar and we decide, okay, this is a, a, con- a piece of content that we want to put out, like whether it's about eczema or vitamin C. And then we find the experts to go that like fit that type of content. So we are very selective with who comes on the pod and we respect and love everybody that has come on and will come on. Um, so we just want you guys to know that we are not like, I don't know. I don't know why I feel like I need to give this PSA, but... Well, if we have new listeners tuning in too, you know, just... Of course. We're not just... Inter- I mean, we definitely love a love a celebrity guest, and that's, you know, what is uh, part of what makes Los Angeles, Los Angeles, because we are based in LA. Totally. Um, but like, we, yeah, you know, if you are new and you just have only listened to our Selena and our Lauren Conrad episodes, you know, go back and listen to our episode about sunscreen. Uh, You know, we have episodes where it's just Kirby and me talking about ingredients like vitamin C. There's a lot to learn and a lot to dive into. So we're more than just a celebrity beauty podcast. Exactly. And with that being said, today's guest is awesome. It's a brand that... I actually started hearing about within the Los Angeles Facebook group originally before I had really gotten an opportunity to test out the products. Yeah, I feel like this is like an episode that happened because of our listeners. Totally. And sometimes Sarah and I, you know, we we have the luxury of being a little bougie with our skincare products. So sometimes we're like, Okay, what is everybody talking about? You know, what, like there are brands that we feel are tried and true, but like I'll get messages from people on Instagram going, hey, have you heard of this thing? Like muesli. Have you heard of muesli before? No, like an oatmeal type. <laughs> Truly, I was like, what is this? And and someone was like, oh yeah, so many people are talking about muesli. I'm like, I've literally never heard of this. And I go look it up and essentially it's kind of like a curology or a... Uh, apostrophe type service. It's like a custom thing and you get, you know, a prescription, but they're really hardcore uh, targeting people with melasma and hyperpigmentation. And so of course, like I got asked if I'd ever tried it. And I was like, I've, I've literally never even heard sometimes these like really small indie, like internet type brands. Anyways, Long story short, uh, we have we also learn from our little glamgelinos. Why do I call you guys little? Yeah, they are so smart and hip to everything. I love it. And we pride ourselves on like knowing what the hell's going on. So sometimes when we hear a brand kind of, we feel it's like underground, we're like, okay, let's look into this. So that being said, we found May Love yes. through the Los Angeles Facebook group. And it was because people were asking, is it a dupe? for SkinCeuticals CE Ferulic. If you have used CE Ferulic, you know a few things to be true. It's expensive expensive as hell. It works, but it smells like hot dog water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's very, it's an acquired taste and of course an acquired budget. Absolutely. Sarah and I both love that product. So initially when, and I'm not going to lie, I freaking hate dupes. I think like I know. products should stand on their own. Totally. It shouldn't be a replacement for anything. Like, Yeah. See, Ferulic is a legitimate product. Exactly. So we were like, yeah, right. This Mela product, like the glow maker, is that really going to be a dupe? And 
Um, we ended up getting it sent to us and I I think I recommended it a couple of months ago on What's On Your Face because I was like, okay, this yeah. is a legitimately great vitamin C serum. You did. And then I started using it and I'm actually, I think I'm on my second bottle. Good for you. It's it's just so good. It's just as good as all of our Glamgelinos have been saying it is in the Facebook group. Totally. And I don't think it's as potent as CE Frulip. No, I think, it's not. Like, I do think it'll take some time to see like the long lasting results of it. But when I was using it, I used it, I think for six weeks and I did see noticeable lessening of the pigmentation, like from my edge of my eyebrow, oh. like down my temple. Mm-hmm. Cause I get, I get hyper or melasma in that area. And like I've said many times before, it doesn't go away, but it does, it can be brightened and it can be uh, minimized in a sense. So I was really impressed with that. Yeah, and then it it also, you know, is not just vitamin C. It has, like, the hyaluronic acid in it. Um, And the serum itself is, in in consistency and textures, a lot different from C. ferulic. Like, it's more of, like, a water, which – or watery consistency, which uh, Jackie Kim, the founder of May Love, who is our guest today, will kind of talk about why she wanted to make it um, feel that way and why – that's, I think, a big, big reason why the Glowmaker is so successful. Yeah. I know, so, like, one of the complaints about CE Ferulic is even though it is, like, that essence type of consistency, it's sticky, you know? Feels sticky, totally. Especially if you, like, uh, let it sit on your counter for longer than the, you know, past the expiration date because it's so expensive and you <laughs> want to get every last drop and it's already like oxidized. It gets so sticky. If it's orange, it's time to get rid of it. Yeah. I hate to break it to you. So then maybe you'll try this product. Okay. And guess what? You guys may even get to try this product because Woo! there is an epic giveaway happening. All right. I don't even want to tell y'all. I'm going to let Jackie say it and explain in the episode, but 10 people are going to win something. And it's it's kind of major. Jackie and Maylove are so generous, by the way. And I think this is smart for them. Like they want people to try their products because most some brands are like maybe five, maybe three people. She's like, no, 10 people are going to get this prize. And because... There are there is more to May Love than just the Glowmaker. There's a bunch of other products that um, she's going to talk about and that we have tried too that are amazing and you'll probably fall in love with too. Should you win? Should you win? So all of those details will be available not only on our Instagram page, Los Angeles Pod, but it'll be on the website on the episode blog post that we have up. So go take a look there enjoy this giveaway, enjoy this episode, and let us know what you loved about it, what uh, products you're excited to try, and things like that by messaging us on social media. And we will talk to you guys on Tuesday. Bye. All right, guys, we have a very special guest in the house, in the quote-unquote house, (laughs) because we're in three separate houses. We have the wonderful and brilliant Jackie Kim of May Love on the podcast. Finally, welcome, Jackie. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here with you guys today. Um, I was telling Jackie earlier, we, you know, both Kirby and I have been longtime fans of May Love. And, you know, Kirby's talked about your, your it was, I think, immediately after she got it, she, it was your What's on Your Face product, right? Yep. And you were like, and then we got so many questions from our listeners because they also love the product. And so this feels like a long time coming and we're so grateful that you made time for us today. Yes, yes. I'm super excited. I'm fans, personal fans of both of you guys. And I listen to Los Angeles regularly. So yes, I'm super excited for today. Thanks, Jackie. No, I was actually going to say, um, I first heard about May Love from our Facebook group. Um, and I was like reading through a thread and someone was like, has anybody else tried May Love? I'm obsessed with the Glowmaker Serum. It's fantastic. And then Candice, your publicist reached out and I was like, oh my God, I absolutely need to try this brand. And so she sent me um, a little 
gift set with, you know, the hydrating serum and the niacinamide. And um, I was very, very excited. So obviously the first thing I tried was the Glow Maker and it really is just one of my favorite vitamin C's. So congratulations on making a really great formula that's super affordable. I think that's something that Sarah and I talk about a lot on this podcast. Obviously we do have expensive taste. We do talk about the luxury prestige brands, but we also, you know, preach that effective skincare doesn't have to cost you an arm and a leg either. You can still have a really great skincare routine without having to throw down like, you know, a ton of cash. Yes. Thank you. I mean, I definitely, you're right on there. I think, you know, it's your job to try all different products and different price ranges, but yes, my goal is to really bring luxury and the words luxury and affordability together because they're usually words that don't go hand in hand. So Okay, so we're going to pick your brain about that in a second. But before we get started, as you know, as a loyal Los Angeles listener, we like to kick things off by asking our guests, what's on your face? <laughs> my, my mic's muted. <laughs> Whoops. Okay. Jackie, we're a little bit better at that when when we're we're on we're not on it together right now but anyways we want to know what is currently on your face skincare i started off with our refresher face wash this morning and then every morning i do the glow maker nia 10 hydrator serums um and then what did i use i did an eye patch this morning from it's the first time i was trying it from 111 skin um, like their black diamond eye patch or something. I was gifted that. So I tried that this morning so I could look fresh for you guys. And then I followed up with our little bit of our one cream. I have very dry and sensitive skin. And then I layered that with our sun protector SPF. And then for makeup, I did, uh, what did I do this morning? Kosas concealer, a little bit of the Kosas bronzer. I actually purchased that after um, hearing your podcast about the bronzer. So I was like, I have to try it. So I have that. Well, you look super glowy and beautiful. <laughs> well done. And then I'm a huge blush fan. So I've been trying out a Scott Barnes blush palette. I love that one. So I've been using that. I have a little bit of hourglass eyebrow and yeah, some tinted lip balm. Amazing. Yeah. The Revealer Concealer from Kosas is one of my absolute faves. They did such a great job with that concealer formula. I'm so happy to hear you bought Sun's show too. What shade are you in that? Are you light? Yes. I actually got both the light and the medium to kind of see, um, but just because with, you know, staying indoors, and not going yeah. around the summer, I think light works for me. But I think in the summertime, usually medium might work too. Yeah, I was, uh, I know Sarah, like we've talked about that product before. The shade, the shades are interesting. Like the medium shade is like definitely way too dark for me. It's even too dark for Sarah. Yeah, and usually I'm, I'm like medium in the bronzers. It could also just be because we've been, you know, indoors and at home that I am currently the light shade, but I have the medium one on backup just in case I finally get that sun. <laughs> For that one day that we're able to use it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Fingers crossed. Jackie, we want to know where did the name May Love come from? So May Love came from May is part of the slang term Mei, which means granny in Korean. And Brad's grandmother's nickname was May. And Brad is my co-founder, business partner, and now husband. And May was this courageous, fearless uh, woman with this big entrepreneurial spirit. And she loved trying, discovering, and like making her own beauty potions in her kitchen for family and close friends. And we wanted to pay tribute to her. So we combined the name May with love to represent my love and passion for beauty. That's such a sweet story. I love that. I had no idea that your co-founder is also your husband. Yes, we started out as purely professional, just working together, business partners. And we ended up dating for a little bit. And then we got married actually end of last year. Oh my gosh. So 2019 really was a big year for Maylove, even though you guys launched in 2018. Yeah. It was like 2019 was a special year. Amazing. Exactly. <laughs> I would love to hear more about, so are you Korean as well? Yes, we're both uh, Korean American. Okay, amazing. So 
you obviously grew up exposed to Korean beauty and all the amazing products. You are, you know, an expert. I feel like you probably were an expert when you were a child, just like, <laughs> like you said, I think I've read interviews where you said, you know, watching your mom do her skincare routine. Um, so when you were developing May Love, like how did your Korean background and growing up you know, aware of all of the innovative products in Korean beauty. How did that influence May Love? My Korean heritage definitely has influenced May Love. I'm Korean American, and so I was born in New York and raised in Calabasas, California. And Calabasas was at that time, and I feel like it still is, at the center for health and wellness trends, and everyone was obsessed with that. And then on top of that, I grew up with a mother and grandmother who lived with us, who was even more obsessed about skincare. And so I learned from them from a very young age, the importance of taking care of my skin. And they always emphasize that skincare is first and makeup is second. And I think this really made me kind of skincare savvy from early on. And I grew up watching both of them really making their skincare routines a very important daily ritual before I feel like the word self-care and ritual became even became popular. And I vividly remember that both of them would always sit at their vanity tables where they had massive number of products and they would be massaging and patting different products onto their faces. And so watching that every day, I wanted to mimic everything that they were doing. And this really kindled my own fascination with skincare, and they really became my skincare mentors, and I, I think they still are today. And at that time, I was using really expensive and luxurious products on my face, not even knowing how much they cost at that time, because I was just like slapping on whatever they were using. And I really became a skincare enthusiast and felt this need to try it all from the less expensive drugstore brands to the K-beauty products and a lot of the Asian products that weren't available even in the U.S. at the time to $400 night creams and like specially made products by like some renowned dermatologists at that time. And so for me, after years of product exploration, I realized that there were no brands that offered the perfect balance of what I was really looking for. And that was high quality products with a high concentration of actives that, feel, that I feel like can really move the needle with a great ingredient list, also with great amazing texture and application, all packaged nicely at a reasonable price. And so after this exploration and I didn't find what I was looking for, I decided to embark on this entrepreneurial journey and to create it on my own and be my own boss and really create and curate the type of products that I know I would fall in love with and that I'd want to use every single day. And I know that would serve others well in the long run. And so that's really how Maylip got started. Okay, so you didn't though, like you're not an esthetician, you're not a uh, makeup artist. So you actually came into the beauty world just as a fan and an enthusiast, and you were a lawyer or still are a lawyer. Are you still practicing? No, I'm not. So yeah, that I feel like that was like in my prior life. So before that, yes, I was an attorney. Um, but before actually co-founding Maylove, I was a startup investor working with founders. And I think through that, that experience has helped a lot when it was time for me to start Maylove because I've seen a lot of things um, going on, uh, on from the other side as an investor. And as you guys know, there is thousands of brands, brands launching every day in all types of industries, but I've seen that a lot of brands, unfortunately, aren't able to survive because, you know, their fundamentals aren't set. So once they see some growth and have some momentum, the wheels kind of just start falling off the bus. And so, yeah, when it came time for me to start Maylove, I took a lot of time trying to master the fundamentals and having a set business plan and process that we can execute in place so that when we did see some growth, that it would be smooth and 
have less interruptions and, and inconveniences for our customers. So when you were launching Maylove, what would you say was the biggest hurdle you kind of had to overcome? You know, not having like a background in beauty per se. And then also, what were the benefits to, obviously you said, you know, being able to understand how other founders started their, their companies and like what it would take to withstand and actually thrive as a beauty brand. Being an attorney in your past life, what, what would you say that helped bring to the table? I think definitely as an attorney, um, the attention to detail um, it was very important. I think that's just per my personality, how I've been, but really honing in on certain details. And early on, I would focus on certain details that in the end, you know, probably wouldn't have mattered as much, but I, I would always bring myself back to, okay, what is my end goal? What's my mission? And that really was all into about the products and making it accessible. And then from there, I would always backtrack and be like, okay, so how am I going to execute this? And how am I going to get there? Because I think it's, it's very easy, like when you're starting your own brand, I think in beauty or probably any other industry, there's so many different aspects that you have to always keep your eye out and to make sure that the ball is rolling, nothing's, you know, falling to the wayside. And it's really easy, I think, to get sidetracked and hone in on just something and miss something else that could be actually more crucial for your, for the business and in the short term and the long term. And so a lot of times I think that was the internal struggle I was having uh, while creating Mayla. So do you feel like you know, you have all this obviously experience, you're poised to be able to, to launch a, a, a successful company because you yourself know like what it takes, you know, having been on the other side. But when it came to like the research and the skincare part, like was that intimidating to you at all? Like, you know, not being an esthetician or a formulator, like how did you go about like trying to learn that world? So I, as you mentioned, like I'm not an esthetician, I'm not a chemist or have any background in that. What I had that I was bringing was really my love and this obsession for great products. And I'm really big on how products feel. So the texture application, I focus a lot on the sensory attributes, like how it layers with other products, how it smells without any added fragrances or chemicals and stuff. And so that's what I knew I could bring to the table. And so we had a team and we have a few great um, labs that we have, we are fortunate to have partnered with in the US who have amazing chemists. And so I would tell them like, this is the basic knowledge I know of ingredients because I've done my own research and this is what I'm trying to make the texture as. And this is my end goal of how I want it to feel and how I want it to be on your skin. How can we, how can we do that? And so for us, when we make our products, we kind of have like a, a few steps that we go through. And I think the first thing is we like to stick to the tried and true. So all of our products are really focused on what I call classic active ingredients. And these are the ingredients that have a long history and a lot of research behind them. And they're ingredients that probably every dermatologist would recommend, like your typical vitamins, acids, peptides, and things like that. And so then we, once we have the base formulation and we work with our chemists on having our base formula, then we really focus on having combining that with like beneficial plant extracts to really enhance the sensory attributes and to get it to how I like it um, and how it feels for, for people. And so we try to do that without adding any artificial fragrances and, you know, making all of our products cruelty-free, vegan, paraben, fragrance, gluten-free and all that. And and then, yeah, I think our customers, you know, even with sensitive skin are usually happy with our products um, because there is uh, no irritation. And so we really focus on having it be pleasant to use for all skin types, um, even acneic skin. Amazing. Um, so that brings us to our next question. You were able to use, you know, such incredible quality ingredients 
that rival those that are found in, in luxury brands in products that are carried by luxury brands, which we were talking about. What's the secret? How are you able to keep the prices so reasonable? So we run a really efficient operation uh, to keep our prices affordable, to offer that with free shipping and free returns on all of our orders and to provide that with a hundred day money back guarantee. I mean, it definitely has been a challenge and still is, <laughs> especially to do this because our business is hundred percent family and friends owned and we're not venture backed. And so that's one of the key things that we really focus on is how can we do this and do it well. And I think one of the reasons is because we rely mostly on word of mouth instead of expensive marketing campaigns, because yeah, I, I see what other brands are doing. I see what's going on. And of course I want to try this and that, but when it comes to budgeting, the first and foremost priority is always about going into the products and anything that's going to our serums and creams. It's all about the products and pleasing our customers. So everything else becomes really becomes secondary. And the second reason I think is that we sell directly to consumers. So we're really able to bypass paying the middlemen that a lot of other brands might have to in, in their channels. And the third reason I think is just that we know how to keep our operation costs to a minimum. Like we've all been working remotely from day one. So we've never had to pay for a fancy big office. And so we're all used to working from home like everyone else now. And we've kind of gotten used to that. And then, yeah, we don't spend a lot of money on our photo shoots every time we launch products. And, you know, those actually end up being pretty costly, especially if you're hiring models and having a whole day or so of photo shoots. And so I actually serve as a hand model for all of our product launches. And so any photos you'll see with the hands on our website or social media is, is my hand here. And yeah, we use you have great hands. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and then I think we, the other thing is, you know, we try to be savvy with, um, you know, using the same type of packaging for multiple products. So serums are all in the same packaging. Creams are all in the same packaging. And in the end, because we're internally able to stretch our dollars further, we're then able to keep our prices lower and our customers end up spending less. I, I think this is important because I some consumers may think, oh, well, this product is more affordable um, or costs less than another product that has a similar or the same ingredient. So that must mean that this product isn't as potent or that this product doesn't have as much of the ingredient as the other. Can you kind of debunk that? Yes, definitely. I think when I was growing up, you know, my parents, my grandmother's generation was this mindset of the more you spend on skincare, the better it must be. And at that time, you know, there wasn't any way for consumers to really do their own research or have any type of knowledge. You were just really you know, trusting and believing what these brands were giving in front of you. And so if you bought a $300 night cream, you're like, okay, this must be the best, you know, compared to everything else in the drugstore or somewhere else because the price is expensive. But now I think the great thing is consumers have access or have easy access to find out about the brand, the, the ingredients, and to even talk to each other, like your face group, a Facebook group about different products and ingredients. And that's what I love about being in this industry and why Mela was really created to, to show people, to let them know once they try a product that, wow, this is not just a great product for, you know, $28. It's just a great vitamin C serum period. And that's really one of my, my end goals with Maylove is to really have women who use our products, not for them to feel like they're uh, getting less or have, them, or have them feel like they're using inferior products, but they're really getting the best in class for each category, period. You know, there's like no if, ands, or buts with, with buying our products. Obviously, your Glow Maker Vitamin C Serum has sold out numerous times. Um, we see this on the Facebook group. Our listeners tell us um, 
all the time. That's just how popular the product is. What do you think sets it apart from other vitamin C serums on the market? Like, why do you feel like it is so, so popular? So I think our glow maker is special because besides using proven active ingredients in high concentrations, we're really able to perfect the sensory attributes of this product. And that's really what I focused on with this product because the serum, the vitamin C serum feels good and smells relatively pretty good for a vitamin C serum with no added fragrances into it. And this is where we receive a lot of compliments from our customers about the texture and how Glowmaker feels. And that just really makes my day because that's where I'm pretty obsessive about getting the texture just right for each of our products um, to the point where our labs sometimes are probably like fearing me calling or, or emailing them because I'm always like, no, I just need it a little bit more like this or a little bit more like that. And, and so, yeah, when customers recognize this and let us know that this is what they love about the Glowmaker and our other serums, I'm just smiling from ear to ear. How long does a Glowmaker last a consumer usually, like one of your customers? Like how often do they refill? Uh, usually about three to five months, I would say. And I think, uh, we do, we actually do receive a lot of comments, um, from customers where they're saying, because it's affordable, they can actually use it all over their neck, the back of their hands and not feel guilty about it because, because the price is very affordable. Absolutely. I was using a competitor product that is very expensive, shall not be named. And I accidentally <laughs> spilled it. And it was like heartbreaking because I was like, that's like $50 on the floor. And then I felt so guilty. To your point, it's like we should be able to use as much product as we want with guilt free. Like you said, like, because, you know, I pregnant right now, vitamin C is one of the products that I need to be using a lot. So I am applying it you know, all over my chest, on my hands. And I feel great about it because it's, you know, it, it, I know it works and it is affordable. So I don't, you know, guilt-free, guilt-free luxury. I don't think we actually laid out what Glowmaker is. It's obviously vitamin C. What else is in that product that um, you think makes people love it so much? So it's vitamin C, vitamin E, um, ferulic and hyaluronic acids, and then our blend of botanical extracts uh, like aloe and magnolia that we use. And that's really, I think, the combination of what I call classic and classic vitamin C, and then making it really what it is with enhancing the texture and making it feel good when once you apply it. Because I think because vitamin C is usually the first step that everyone applies in the routine and many women are applying from, you know, three to, I don't know, 12, 14 products, you know, each, each time in their routine. So I wanted to make it really lightweight. So a lot of comments that we get are like, is this, is this the right texture? Like it feels like water. Like, is this, did I get the right product? And I'm always like, yes, this is exactly how I wanted it to be. I wanted to absorb instantly and be really have a thin watery texture. So when you apply your other products on top, it can just layer on very easily. That's what I love about Glowmaker is the watery texture in comparison to a lot of other vitamin C products that I use. So thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, when I hear those comments, I'm like, this is, this is exact. I'm so happy that customers are, and you know, people like you guys are, are, are loving that. So we have sung the praises of Glowmaker. What other May Love product? You have to pick just one. So I definitely think our Night Renewer Glycolic Acid Cream, this one is popular and has actually sold out a few times, but I think it deserves way more recognition than what it has amassed so far. I mean, to be honest, this is actually my personal favorite item from our entire line. And the reason is I've always been a fan of acids, especially glycolic acid. It's you know just as effective as retinol, much less irritating. And I was never able to find a formulation that I could use every single day. 
And so when I went through the formula iterations and I, I was testing out, I remember I was in my bathroom testing out this night renewer at 2 a.m. And once I tried it, I was like, I literally was jumping because I was like, this is it. This is what we're launching with. Like, this is exactly how I want it to be. And so, yeah, it's like all of them are my children, but I just have such a vivid memory <laughs> with, with the night renewer. So I think that's definitely a product that I would love uh, more people to try out. And would you say people should pair that with Glowmaker? Yes. Yeah, so with Night Renewer, definitely it has a slight tingly sensation in the beginning. And so for people who are not accustomed to using acids that we recommend trying it out at night, like three to four times a week, you know, really see how your skin feels and then you can increase it every night. So yeah, I think the, one of the big, big key skincare advices I, we like to tell our customers is like when you get, everyone gets excited to try everything all at once, but if there's any issues that occur, it's hard to see which one it is. And so I always like to say, I know I'm like that too. When I get a bunch of products, I want to try all at once, but it's like, take one, use it for a little bit, see how your skin feels, see if you have any reactions and then incorporate, you know, one by one, your other products. Okay. So you have not stopped working because of the pandemic. You're busy, busy, busy as usual. What can we expect from May Love? Maybe at the end of 2020 or in 2021? Oh, so we are working on, I mean, we're always working on a lot of formulations, which is the exciting part for me. But uh, we have a retinaldehyde serum um, launching end of this year. And then we'll have a few more different types of serums uh, in 2021. And we are, yeah, we're actually revamping our eye gel. I'm in the process of doing that. So we'll have that ready. Yeah, we have a lot in store, but I think definitely more serums and more creams are what you can expect from us. Wait, ret retinaldehyde? That's crazy. I don't want to, I mean, we're actually getting some um, lab samples soon. So I'm going to send it to you guys. I actually was we're like, excited. you know, wanting to send to you guys to try out because that, and that I think, to be honest, will probably take my favorite spot <laughs> very soon because I, I have very dry skin. Like I'm actually always like peeling and um, have dry patches even during the summer. And on top of that, very sensitive. So I get very red and irritated, especially around, around my cheeks. And so using any type of retinol I've tried in the past and I'm always super excited. And then it's like a big, ugh, like a letdown because it's something I can't really continually use. But with this serum that we've formulated, this, this one that I'm like, this is the one that's ready to go is just amazing like it's I can use it every day I wake up and I don't have to worry like run to the mirror and be like uh oh like what else has formed on my on my face that I'm not going to be happy with and so I'm really excited about that and yeah this is actually like the number one re request that we've been getting from uh, customers so amazing we have reached the end of our interview but we're going to do a quick speed round to uh end things on an even higher note so what is your favorite skincare ingredient vitamin c oh i'm like vitamin c and glycolic acid <laughs> i love glycolic acid so much but vitamin c will always be my number one just by a hair just by your first love it's it's you know it's Exactly. What would you say is the most overrated ingredient? Ooh, good question. Um, maybe snail mucusin. That's a good one. I feel like snail mucusin had like such like a hot, it was like hot for a full year. It was in everything. I tried it because I was curious and I wanted to see what it was about, but I feel like, yeah, it's more of just the trendy ingredient, like a flavor of the month ingredient, but which ended up being like flavor of the year. <laughs> totally. And I also felt like because it was in so many K-beauty products, it really sort of was not the right, like it didn't set the right reputation for K-beauty and that like so many people were like, oh, K-beauty products are only like really weird ingredients like snail, you know, and you're like, no, actually that's incorrect. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that 
buy a product because it had snail mucusin in it. Like I've definitely tried it, but it's yeah, like to your point, it's like why does might as well use something uh, something else that's you know more effective. Yeah, I would never be like, yeah, I'm buying it because of this. Um, what do you think the next big ingredient is going to be, Jackie? Oh, I mean, I think retinol is really kind of just making a comeback. I think it's been one of those ingredients. It, it does definitely have the most proven research and uh, science behind it. And I feel like in the past people knew about it, but it was just kind of one of those where it was like, uh, retinol, like, mm, I know I should use it, but we all know the side effects it has, it causes. And so just kind of one of those on the back burner, but I feel like now it's just making a huge like comeback, but, um, yeah, retinol. And I would love to see some more of like, products with resveratrol. Um, I'm a big fan of that ingredient. Ingredient, I think it's a powerful antioxidant. So yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I'm hoping for. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, resveratrol is great. I, I, I think that is really an unsung hero, but it, it is not found in a lot of products. I know Caudalie, that's based, like the basis of a lot of their, their skincare products for sure. Yeah, we'll see what 2021 is in store for us. Well, well like to your point, I mean, the, I think the reason why retinol has been so huge is because we went to shelter at home or safer. What is it? I can't, I always Shel- get- Shelter in place. I like that though. It is safer. <laughs> <laughs> like Sarah and I made a, a, a checklist at the beginning of the pandemic and we were like, okay, Monday through Friday, here's what you should do for your skin and your body and your hair. And, uh, you know, here's how you should handle like using your retinol. Like if you need to go through the retinol uglies, now is the time because Zoom has a pretty filter that you can use and you're not going to see anybody anyway. So just do it. So fully agree. Retinol is the star skincare ingredient of the year. If it if there were awards for best skincare ingredient of the year, it would be retinol. And I feel like so many people have now discovered it and used it and they're like, well, I can't live without it now. Like I need to continue to use it. Exactly. It's one of those where once you try, you really, and you really get that product that you love using for retinol. It's like, you can't go back. Okay. And then lastly, what what is a makeup or skincare product I hate saying desert island because like you have problems on a desert island and and we know sunscreen is a big part of it. I would bring water. You're like when Amanda Montel, I was standing next to her and she was interviewing Kendall Jenner and she asked her this question and Kendall Jenner was literally like, water, <laughs> sunscreen. We're like, no, that's not what she meant. But already a given. Um, but what would you say yes. like, if you were traveling or you couldn't pack that much? Like, is there one makeup product or one skincare product? Let's do both makeup and skincare, one product each. For skincare, I would definitely bring my night radar. Um, I really, it's, I call it like my facial in a jar. So, especially if I'm traveling and I can't see my facialist all the time. And, you know, I'm, I'm, having all these other, you know, um, like lack of sleep and everything, I would bring night renewer. I think makeup, I want to say mascara or blush, maybe mascara, because I, and Kirby, I know you're, when you do your mascara posts, I'm like, they need a separate Instagram. <laughs> because I know I'm it's like immediate, it sells itself. Yes, yes. And so I'm actually always because I'm a huge mascara fan. Um, I feel like it's one thing where it just kind of like opens up my eye a little bit, anything I can get I have, I have long lashes, but they're very thin and fragile. So anything that I can do to try to thicken them and lengthen them a little. Is there one that you are you currently using that you love? I always so I'm always trying like new ones. I was doing eyelash extensions for a while. Um, Love that. And then now I'm just back to using uh, what did I use this morning better than sex one uh, mascara. I just went back to that. So sometimes I, yeah, try new ones and I just kind of go back to some of the oldies and I love that. Better than sex. It's a great one. Isn't it like the fastest selling mascara in the world or something? 
I don't know. It's it's so funny though, because if you love Better Than Sex, like you don't like their other one, Damn Girl, and vice versa. They made Damn Girl for the people that didn't like Better Than Sex, but they have basically every mascara user covered now. Yeah, it's insane. They really co covered all everyone, all mascara users. So. Jared really knew what was up. All right, and this is kind of major, and I always love it when we have guests on and they want to give stuff away because hello, what are we good for if we can't give some product away, right? So. Jackie, and because Jackie and May love love ya, 10 listeners of the pod will receive a customized assortment of May love products. Jackie, can you explain exactly what people may be receiving? Yes. So whatever products that each winner wants will add to the customized box. I, I, you know, I think that our serums trio, our night renewer, our love 31 precious oil is like a great way to start um, using May Love and learn more about our product lines. But, you know, the winners can just let us know which ones they're dying to try out. Our listeners are nice considerate people but like <laughs> just in case we get some like rogue people wanting to ask for like 25 of one product we're gonna limit it to five products okay but you'll get to decide but we're gonna cap it at five they're like i want 10 glow makers so let's not take advantage <laughs> of Jackie's kindness. So we will have details on this giveaway on our Instagram. So now that you have listened to this full episode, run over to our Instagram, it's Gloss Angeles Pod. Comment on the post what your favorite part of this interview was. Make sure that you're following us, of course, and May Love on Instagram. And we will be picking the winners TBD. The, all the details should be in the post. And this is a US only giveaway. We're sorry. We know that we have some listeners in Australia begging for product. One of these days, once, once we become a big old podcast with uh, a whole business unit behind <laughs> us printing money, can we, can we even send anything outside of the States right now? I know. Aren't we just banned in general? <laughs> I have no idea. Point. Um, so sorry, guys. We know we are thinking of you and we're all, we are trying to think of something we can do for you. But anyways, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Jackie, thank you for being such a lovely, generous, fun guest. We are such big fans of May Love. So having you has just been a joy. Wait, we should ask you, where can our listeners, in case they're not already following you guys, where can we find Maylove and purchase Maylove? Uh, great question. You can find us at maylove.com, M-A-E-L-O-V-E.com. And our Instagram is Maylove Skincare. Beautiful. Yeah. May is with an E, M-A-E. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can find us on social or our website, glossangelespod.com. Make sure that you like and subscribe to our podcast. And if you love our podcast, leave us a five-star review. We love hearing from you. And we'll talk to you on Tuesday. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. 